What's up, guys? It's Coach Phil here with another episode of High Performance Tips and Skills that you can use to improve your life. Now, today, I want to give you five skills or habits that I've learned and I've taken into my dating life. As far as I can recall, for the last two to three years, when I do go on a date, generally speaking, I don't have a bad one. And I believe it's because I do these five things really, really well. For most of you guys out there, I don't know what type of relationship status or structure you prefer, but my own personal belief is if you can find a woman or, or a man, a partner, to share your life with, the highs and the lows, it is one of the greatest gifts and joys of living. So hopefully, whatever I give you guys in these five steps and five skills will be beneficial for you meeting that right person or maybe even strengthening the relationship that you might have with someone at the moment. Okay. That's me sipping tea. <laughs> okay. Before I get into the skills, I would have to say that by far, one of the biggest mindset shifts that made my dates a lot more successful, and by successful, I mean we had a really good time and we'd like to see each other again, was I went in there with the presupposition that we are at best just two people who are seeing whether we could be friends and seeing whether we have any type of romantic attraction towards one another. That's, that's it. And because I go into dates with that presupposition, I don't really put any pressure on myself to perform because the goal of a date isn't to, for a guy anyway, it's not to get them in bed. It's not to see whether it can lead to a girlfriend or a wife. The goal of a date is simply Let's see initially whether we can hang out together. And I think that's really, really important because at the moment there's a huge pickup culture where you should say this or you should do that or do this or do that and it's going to get the woman attracted to you. And I think there's probably a lot of truth to it because they call it the game and maybe some women enjoy that. And maybe if you did it for long enough, you could, you could probably date plenty of women. But at the end of the day, if you want to hold on to a, a girl for a long time, maybe for the rest of your life, what is important is who you are as a person. And after you do the initial attraction, if you don't have good character, if you don't have a lifestyle that they can live with you, then you're not going to be able to hold on to any type of strong relationship okay so that's the presupposition at first a failed date is just a really bad experience that's what it is you can have a successful date you guys had a great time but still not get into the next stage maybe you guys met and you guys had a great time together a great vibe but you only feel friendship that's okay that's still a successful date and now you know you can move on to the next to the next one. Okay. 
So after we get past that part, don't put so much pressure on yourself. Okay. I think a lot of guys, we have a, within the boy circle and the men's circle, when a guy meets a girl on a date, all the guys assume whether this guy is going to get some. And that's like the marker of whether it's successful or not. I think we need to move away from this because whether you get, if you get that too early, most relationships don't work out anyway. For the context of what I'm talking about, I'm just saying if you want to find a lifelong partner or a long-term partner, these things are probably what's worked for me to have a great experience uh, and you can use this to help yourself or maybe even help others. Okay, so let's get into it. The first thing that I became really good at was complimenting someone graciously and holding the tension. Okay, I got really good at complimenting someone graciously and holding the tension. So the first part is make sure you give someone a compliment genuinely from the bottom of your heart that hopefully isn't so generic. If you just told a woman, oh, I think you're really pretty, they've probably heard it plenty of times before, especially if most guys think they're pretty. It's not going to mean anything, but if you said something like, hey, I really, I really like how you matched your handbag with your dress. I don't know, something that shows you thought about it. They're going to remember that compliment and it's going to make them feel good about themselves. But generally what happens when you compliment someone, not even a girl, but even your mates, if you tell your mates, hey bro, I, I really like what you've done with the, uh, the shoes you're wearing and how you've matched your belt. I don't know, something along those lines. They usually try to deflect. They'll say something like, oh yeah, yeah, I just, I just put something together. Or, oh yeah, yeah, uh, I didn't even know I was doing it. And in the context of a date, they, the woman might say something like, oh yeah, oh really? Like, oh, I don't really, didn't really think about it. And there's a little bit of shyness and awkwardness that comes with that. And the mistake that I used to make was I would sense that they feel a bit awkward and I would try and clear the tension. So then I would just make a joke or I would try and shift the attention to something else. But what I learned over time was hold your ground and reinforce it. That's how you really penetrate into their heart and you make them really feel something. I remember saying to a girl, hey, I really enjoy listening to your voice. And I meant it, I really did like her voice. And she started squirming a bit, getting a bit, I suppose, shy and deflecting. And so I just waited and I let her squirm a bit, not, not because I was trying to be mean, but because I could tell that if I just waited, it would go away. So I waited a bit, I waited for her to finish her squirming and then I reinforced and I just said, no, I mean it. I think you have a lovely voice. And then the initial defense barriers go away and she said, oh, thank you. And later on, she told me that she remembers that because it was really sweet and it made her feel something. So that's my tip to you. 
Hold, when you compliment somebody, even if they feel awkward, wait for it to pass. Or even if you feel awkward, get used to it. Because you need to be able to give a compliment without feeling awkward about it. And then just hold. Even right now, if you, if you have a partner, maybe she does something that you really appreciate, like she makes you dinner sometime. You just tell her, hey, I really appreciate that you made me dinner. And then maybe she'll deflect and say, oh, no, it's, it's nothing. I was just doing it anyway. Wait for the deflection to happen and then say it again. No, really, I, I really appreciate you doing this. And just watch her reaction. It'll, it'll touch her in the heartstrings and she, it, it'll make her feel very good about herself. I don't know if it'll make her day, but it'll make her feel very good about herself. That's number one. Compliment graciously and hold. Number two. This goes against the current pickup culture, but it's stay non-physical. Okay? I know this sounds a, a bit um, unconventional, I suppose, but I would not initiate any physical contact on, especially the first dates, apart from the greeting, okay? Maybe I'd give him a brief hug, maybe a kiss on the cheek, but I wouldn't make anything more than that. And the reason I do that is because I want to see whether they're giving me the signals that they would like something like that. And I'm totally okay not making any physical, any physical contact. That's okay to me because I'm also complimenting them graciously. And as long as you're complimenting them graciously, then you're still building some sort of romantic attraction as long as it's very genuine. By staying respectful, I have found that I'm less occupied with the physical nature of the date. Like I'm not worrying about, should I put my arm around her shoulder? Should I put my arm around her waist? Should I, should I lean in to kiss her cheek? Nothing. I just keep a respectable distance. Maybe we are sitting closer together, but I keep a respectable distance so that she feels like I'm not trying to make a move on her. And you can make a move later on. You can make a move date two, date three, but even then, stay respectful. In this context, you can maybe at best create the environment where it is, there's an opportunity for her to initiate or provide a sign for you, and then you can go for it. Right. Number three, you have to lead. By leading, I mean you have to be decisive. And in this day and age, perhaps there's a lot of, uh, I would say, pushback against the idea that you call all the shots. That's not what I mean by leading. I'm not saying you just tell your date, here's what we're going to do. Here's where we're going to eat. Here's what we're going to do after dinner. No, no, not like that. By leading, I mean, if you want to tell her where you'd like to go or where you'd like to take her, 
you, all, you can always provide the option. So for example, something I said was, hey, I would love to show you this Korean chicken shop. Would you like to come? Or would you, would you be okay with that? And they usually, they appreciate that you've already given the suggestion, you've taken the time, and then you've also given them a say in the matter. And that worked for me a lot. I would come up with what I think we could go and do. I would then present it as an option. And if, and there'd be times where she'd say, Hey, I'm not feeling this. Can we do something else? You say, that's fine. And you go back to her with another option. But that's what I mean by leading. Leading isn't necessarily just calling the shots. Leading is having a, having a plan, a few options, and then just confirming whether your, your date is happy to do that. The other part about being decisive is whenever you're making decisions on the date, what food to order, where you're going to go, what transport you're taking, be decisive. If you want to go take a taxi, go take a taxi. If you want to take a train, go take a train. If you want to hold your date's hand, just hold it. Be decisive. Don't kind of go back and forth between what you're thinking and feeling because that in itself is not helpful. In fact, if you do that, and I have done this in the past in my, in my younger years, if I'm unsure about myself, women are so intuitive that they can sense this. And once they sense it, it's not that they might not be attracted to you, but they suddenly feel less secure on the date. They feel less safe on the date. They feel like now they have, they have to take over. Now they have to be the one to plan. And if that happens, suddenly you're more in the feminine role and they're more in the masculine role. Number three, learn to lead and be decisive. Okay, be decisive. Number four, this one is by far, I would say, my top tip for having an engaging date. And what I mean by an engaging date is your date will come away feeling like, oh wow, that didn't feel like that took a very long time at all. They will leave the date feeling like they learned something. They will leave the date feeling like you're a very interesting person. They'll leave the date feeling like this wasn't just some other date with some other guy. And the skill that you need to learn is how to story tell. How do we tell a story? A story is not just telling a story is not about telling what happened. Telling a story is telling your experience. So let me give you an example. I was talking to this Russian girl. In fact, you can listen to how she rated me on our dates. I was talking to this Russian girl when I was in Bangkok and I was telling her the story of how I made the Commonwealth Games and she, and she loved it. But I didn't tell her I went to Brisbane and I lifted some weights above my head and I trained really hard and I was the best in the country at some point. I didn't tell her that. What I told her was, you know, when I was 
about 21, I decided that I would bust my ass and train every, almost every single day in order to make this Australian team. And as you can imagine, like there's so many days where it's so dark. Like what do you think happens to a young man when all he does is work and train, work and train. Then he breaks up with his girlfriend as well because he's so focused on his goal. Like what do you think that does to a person? And then I would slowly layer the story until I got to the point where I reached the Commonwealth Games. But I didn't tell her what I did. I told her what I experienced. I told her all the highs and all the lows. I told her all the heartbreak I went through, the triumph, how I felt when I finally finished my journey. I told her all these things. And she loved it. She said, wow, I've I've never heard a story like that. And that's a skill set that you can develop. Don't tell them what happened. Tell them what you experienced. And the last one, this isn't really a skill. Okay, This is more just how you choose to approach your life. You need to have interesting stories. In general, women like to listen and read more than men. That's because they have amazing, I would say they have amazing imaginations. If you don't have interesting stories, no matter how good your storytelling ability is, you actually might never be able to charm a woman with the stories from your life. And this is why I'm such a big proponent of men living adventurous and risk-fulfilling lives. Because not only does it change you as a person, not only does it make you more competent, not only does it make you a stronger individual, it also improves your status amongst other people. Everyone likes the guy at a party who has, who has the best stories. And that goes the same for your dating potentials. They like the fact that you have a good story to tell. They like the fact that you have maybe taken a risk. Maybe you have traveled the world. Maybe you have athletic endeavors. Maybe you do something artsy. Maybe you record music. Maybe you do something, you've hiked a mountain. It doesn't matter. It has to be something you're proud of and outside the conventional When you have these stories, what it shows to the woman is they can count on you for adventure. And a lot of women, that's what they want. They want to have, to be with a partner that can take them on adventures. And yeah, don't get me wrong. Plenty of women take themselves on adventures and that's cool too. But there could be women and even, but even those women who take themselves on adventures would love to share these adventures with other men. So if you're not that person, they're less likely to be attracted to you. Have interesting stories. So to recap, the first thing that isn't a skill, okay? This is a mindset thing. When you go on your date, remember, this is... A successful date is simply 
the two of you having a good time together. And whether or not there's romantic attraction is secondary. Because that should happen with you as a person and as a byproduct of you two being good, good uh, compatible. And the five skills that you can bring onto your next date. Number one, compliment graciously and hold the tension. When they start deflecting and getting shy because of your honest words, hold the tension and reinforce your point. Number two, stay respectful in terms of physical contact. Unless the girl shows clear signs that she wants to be hugged or held, stay respectful. You don't need to do what those pickup artists tell you to do and touch on the shoulder and touch on the touch their hair, nothing. Don't do any of that stuff. Number three, lead in every way. Lead the conversation. Lead her to dinner. Lead her home. Lead, 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 lead. Just be decisive. Make her feel safe. That's how you make her feel safe, to lead, to take control. So she can just sit in her nurturing state and relax. You, as the leader you take all the risk, and I don't mean risk as in you might hurt yourself. I mean, you take the risk of the mistake. Okay, you want to take a taxi? Maybe there's no taxis. You take that risk of embarrassment. Lead. Make sure you are decisive. Number four, learn to storytell. Share your experience. Be descriptive with what you feel in your story. Don't just tell them what happened. Tell them the smells. Tell them how you felt. Tell them what you were thinking and feeling at the time. That's how you tell a good story. And number five, have interesting stories, which means just have an interesting and adventurous life to you. Your interesting stories come from what you think. If you think that it's super interesting that you have five cars well go talk about your cars then if that's what you find interesting maybe some girls won't find it interesting but to the right girl it will be but it has to be interesting to you your life has to have some sort of adventure to it and those are my five tips guys i mean this from the bottom of my heart do not be afraid of the admission of love, I would say. It's okay. It's completely normal for a man to want to be loved by, another, by a woman and to love her in return. In fact, I think that if you find the right person that brings the best out of you, it's one of the highest forms of development you can have. So using these tips, I hope it helps you with your next date. I hope it helps you find the one for you and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.